RadioInfluence.com. I'm blessed because it didn't happen. I'm highly favored. Highly favored. First of all, let me tell you why you're blessed. You're blessed because every week I allow you to sit across from me and you get to look at this face and these teeth that I spend so much time on. And you get <laughs> and you get to have an at least a 45 minute conversation. You know, and I listen to your problems. I do all of that, Brittany. I am here for you. I am big brother slash husband that doesn't get dinners cooked. Um work husband Maybe. i mean that doesn't get dinners cooked um let me see what else i am i am um i am dance instructor <laughs> I, you are no one's <laughs> dance instructor not even I, your own Brittany. first of all let me tell you something when you dj i don't you, think i've ever seen you dance why would i dance if i'm constantly throwing the party making I know, you dance. but it's, it's, i would expect essence. you Brittany. let me help you out with something do you realize that a DJ is probably the best dancer because he understands making people move and he understands when he's actually seeing good moves? And let me pull that back. Not just he, because there are some dope female DJs out there as well. Yes. He or she understands when dope moves are happening. And that I mean, is why we're ultimately the best dancers, probably. <laughs> okay. I've just never seen you do a two-step, half a step. Nothing. Brittany, Harlem you ain't Shake. Seen, you ain't, Brittany, you ain't never seen R. Kelly pee on girls, but that don't mean he don't do it. <laughs> Who said? There's a video. <laughs> but you see it, the question. No, I, I mean, did not. I I'm did not. Saying. Let's get into it, man. It's the DJ Eakin podcast. Of course, I am DJ Eakin with the lovely, lovely Miss Brittany Gonzalez. You see how I said your name this week? Because I am so happy to have you here. Correctly, I know. Hey. First of all, your name is not that hard for anyone <laughs> to say correctly. You're Latin, which means you're either Martinez, Gonzalez, or you have a name. It's you just know like what? Being Real talk, I actually am a Martinez. You see what I'm saying? And see, I, that is no way being prejudiced. Let's go ahead and get that out of there. I, I realize that people expect for me to be a Johnson. I realize that. Being black, people expect for me to be a Johnson. I, I, I expect that. You know, um, first of all, too, man, shout out to everybody who's been rocking with us, too, on YouTube at DJ Eakin TV. I owe you guys an apology because I can't blame this on Brittany. We have quite a few clips of content that we have to put up. And shout out to Jason over at Radio Influence because I myself am a bit behind, Brittany, because there's a lot going on. There's a lot on my mind. And there's some things that I need to, you know, get off this week that I want to run by you, of course. But I just wanted to make sure I thanked everybody that rocks with us on um, YouTube and, of course, don't forget to subscribe because we're trying to grow the channel. And, of course, yes. thanks to everybody that's downloading us and, and, and rocking with us um, in, in the podcast world. You know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, all that, all that, all that good stuff. We're, I we're, heart, we're, I heart radio. Yeah. Got to get that plug in, huh? No. <laughs> the DJ Eakin podcast. Uh, What's going well, on? Brittany, um, why is it still happening? And you know what? I'm about to get serious. Well, why why is it still happening? Why what am I still – Brittany, like, okay. How are we still seeing videos of, of – okay, we are finally getting the full episode of the George Floyd video. Have you seen that yet? Are you talking about what happened before? Yeah, like when they first ran up on the car and and he was like in the car and he was like, yo, like, uh, I'm claustrophobic. Please don't put me in the car. He was like, please don't kill me. All of these things were going on. That video dropped. And then, of course, there's been a couple of other ones. There's the guy who was um in the parking lot with the in the brown car. I, and I try to what, what's crazy is um, these videos come up and I'm like. 
and I know you talked to me about this, Brittany, that I have to stop watching these videos, right? And in and and not ways, so in some ways, I don't say completely because I do think that we need to, un, you know, see what's happening in the world in order to do something about it. Like you can't just not look at it; it's happening, and that's the harsh part of reality. But yeah, right. you you do have to take a break from it. Right. So. I've kind of taken a break because we talked about that. And like I said, I, 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 I talk to you a lot about things and I, and I appreciate the advice you give me back. Like I give you advice. It's a, it's a real dope relationship. And so I've kind of like cut back and I thought that me cutting back meant that there weren't as many out there. And I'm like, yo, like on the one hand, we've been quarantined since March 16th, 17th, 15th. Give yourself a day or two either way. Right. And then you say we're in the house. All these things are going on. And then we've had these discussions about Black Lives Matter. We've had these protests. We've had, you know, all that we've had. Suddenly there's diverse, diverse, diversity and inclusion departments in these jobs and these places. Right. We've got all these things going on. Like, you know, the thing that, you know, I know that you're involved in down in Fort Myers. But here we are in August. We're almost in the fourth quarter, Brittany. This is like, and it, and again, it's not even new. But maybe I'm asking you, and may, and and you may not even have the answer, Brittany. I don't. I'm, and maybe I'm just thinking out loud. What are we gonna do? Like, like, what can? What is there something? Is there a step that you think that uh, I'm missing as a black man that I'm not doing? You know, because like, like, here's the thing that 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 gets me first off, and and it's funny because. One of the things I am doing, I'll I'll talk to you about a little bit later in the in the podcast too, mm-hmm. is. It's crazy how, and I think that you guys are having it in, and we'll just say black and brown households for for now, right? That we're having the the talk. And the talk is no longer the birds and the bees, per se. There's that talk. But now the talk is, if you get pulled over, here's all the steps that you have to take to make sure that you get back home to us. Right. Yeah. And And even with that talk, we are still seeing these videos and 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 another reason why it's highly offensive to me is because i keep seeing these videos like okay george floyd no weapon involved Mm -hmm. you had the guy on the ground he still winds up dead this other guy that was in this car like i said and and again I, i everybody that's rocking with me forgive me right now for not having his name but the video has been passed around a lot this last week so i kind of kind of blocked it out but kind of didn't yeah he was in the car door and he had his hands up and he was like, yo, please don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me. And something happens that he jumps back in the car and then they just they just start letting him off. Are you, I believe they shot him before he jumped back in the car. That may have even happened, too. But they but my point with that is they start letting him off and there's no weapon involved. Mm-hmm. But then we have this guy in Pennsylvania. Right. This guy. He was white man fires at officers with AK-47, a day after refusing to wear a mask. Now, this dude was in Pennsylvania. He went in a cigar store, got into an alter- got into a, a, a back and forth with the, with the people who run the store because he didn't want to wear a mask. He pulled out a gun, shot in the air, and then shot at them. Then he left. The next day, there's a confrontation with the cops where they finally stopped him. I guess they found him or whatever. A full-blown shootout. Like, he's shooting, they're shooting. He's shooting with an AK-47. Guess where this dude is at? Don't tell me what, where. He's in the hospital. He got shot maybe once, maybe twice. But but this is an AK-47 on two different occasions, and this dude is alive. Right, right. We dine, we dine with cigarettes, 
And and here's my thing. And 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 I and again, not to keep rehashing this up, but I feel like we have to because I feel like, and you and I have talked about this off the pod because you know we go a lot of different places on the pod, but it feels like suddenly it's all being forgotten. It's like the hashtag ain't cool, ain't as cool no more. Mm-hmm. But the videos and things are still happening, which brings this back up to my attention of like that's why I'm asking you as somebody that I have a lot of confidence in. And and again, you may not have the answer, so don't take this like I'm putting it all on you. Am mm-hmm. I doing something wrong? Is there, is there a step that maybe I should be taking as a black man that has you're, you're on the outside looking in now. Now you're on the outside mm-hmm. looking in. Because at this point, I'm not sure what to do, Brittany. I'm not sure if one day I'll be driving to Fort Myers and say, Brittany, I'm coming to hang out with you. And I'm on I-75 and I'm going five, ten miles over the speed limit and I get pulled over. And next thing you know, you're like, he can never made it. He never made it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then God forbid, and I'm again, this isn't to say every policeman is bad or every, you know, every official is bad, but I'm at wit's end of even knowing what to do. Yeah. And it can feel that way, Ekin, because there's so much of it. You know, I think that when you take it all in at once, like, yeah, it feels like that. What the hell can I do? It's still happening. It feels like nothing, you know, is getting better. But if I can offer you some words of comfort, and these are words that I truly believe, and it's not just to say it, but I do think that as much as it's still happening, that we are now seeing, you know, there is some progress that's happening because of it. Like you said, there's programs, there's, you know, workplace environments where they're they're trying to be more inclusive, where, you know... Uh, Serena Williams' husband, even he's what was like a CEO or a co-owner of Twitter on the board of Twitter, and he stepped down and wanted offered his position to an African American. He's like, because we need those pe- we need black people in those spaces, you know, because when you're in decision in a decision making chair, you things things are different. Things can become different. So there are ways, but the the killings are still happening, which means that we're not done. We're not done fighting for this. We're not done addressing it. We're not done checking it, you know? So what can you do? There are small things. I know you, we can't change it in a day, Ekin. We, you know, we can't change it in a year, but we can make changes, right? you know? So what, what can we do? We have to just keep being informed, informing others, you know, uh, doing our research on, on who's in the community, who's running in these elected, in these, in these spots to, you know, who care, actually care about us here, you right. know? So there are ways, it's just not, I, it, it never justifies the death, the murder of a black person who didn't deserve to die, who didn't deserve to be shot, who didn't deserve, you know, to not come home to their family because of something so small. And the right. differences are there. They're blatant. Like you said, this man had an AK-47. He's still alive. Meanwhile, right. there are men who literally, George Floyd had a $20 counterfeit bill. This other guy had no weapons on him. Uh, Ahmaud Arbery was running in a neighborhood. Right. You know, like there's these these big significant differences. And we're slowly just going to start taking them apart, though. I really do want you to know that there are a lot of us still fighting and still wanting change and see and 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 getting there little by little. Right. So, but I know that can be disheartening to watch and to. Can I let me ask you this? And because, again, the thing I love about you is I and I I, I, will, I always will thank you for this, is that you're so open to all the conversations that I bring your way. And so I think where I'm at right now, where I want to where I want to ask you is I, I want you to I want you to, to put you in a place of and I guess you are in a sense, because I, I, I still feel like, too, that you're in this fight just as much with me, because I feel like 
black and brown people are treated a lot of the same way. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even though your skin as a as a skin tone is, is significantly lighter than mine because you know this berry over here. You know this berry <laughs> over here. Okay, okay, let me let me get back to the focus. But but you know, I feel like you go through and especially and, and also being a woman and you're in entertainment. So I I know a lot of the things that that you've gone through. But let me put you for the next five minutes of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Stay in a place of outside looking in. That's okay. that's 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 the role that I want you to, to be in. Okay. So let's go back to a, a point that you just made, and you and I have talked about this on this show. We had Tony on the show. Let's talk about something like you just mentioned, Serena Williams' husband giving up his seat, you know, at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. From the outside looking in, do you think that that really should matter to? me as a black man or should it help me as a black man like what are your thoughts on that i mean you know and, and again be frank you're, there's no wrong answer here i mean because like i said you're on the outside looking in and you you know you're not you're trying to help and help the cause as much as you can as well so you know like because yeah just just go with that part just go with that okay, part. okay so as an outsider looking in and you know serena's husband doing that that doing what he did so what do i think about that or what yeah, like like from out. Okay, and, and we could. I, guess I will we tell could. you this because I've been around. I'll, I'll just say it this way because I understand what you're asking. I've been in the room with white men having this conversation. I have to say that because it is it is that to me is an outsider's perspective, right? And saying that story out loud, and there was another story similar to it, uh, but along the same line, same concept, and they were so annoyed and irritated, like. What are you doing? Why would you do that? Why are you giving up something if you earned it? If you just oh, it was the the creator, the one of the voices of a black cartoon character oh, yeah, on cartoon thing. on right. what is it called? It's anyways. Yeah. Uh, I get what you're saying. It was it was the the uh, the, uh, the the voice the of a kid. black character that right. was voiced by a white woman, right? right. Yeah. And she stepped down. She said it should be voiced by a black person, right. a black voice. And you know, I remember them saying like, it's, it, "That's so stupid. What what does black sound like?" And it's like that's not the point. So t- as an outsider's perspective, it's kind of like it's 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 not the right move. It's not, it doesn't make sense. So it's like, they're confused as far as like, what do you mean? You just give up. They didn't deserve it. Obviously they'd be in that seat. And it's like, that's what you're missing. They did deserve to be in that seat. They weren't given the opportunity because of their skin tone, because of they, because they just weren't believed in enough that, that why wouldn't you, what do you mean? Why wouldn't you have a, a black person voice, a black character? Like, not that it has to be like that forever, but I mean, can we start there? Why are right. all these, you know, different nationalities have to be represented by the white race, you know, and that's not to say that I I'm completely against it. I'm just saying if there's an opportunity there, let's spread it around. So I think that the outside perspective is, is they don't understand it. They don't, it just doesn't make sense. If they think everything's equal, that's the thing that they really believe everything is equal. And that if you just work hard enough, that you'll get there, that if you just, you know, you, you, if you do the right things, you'll end up there. And that's not necessarily true. That's not the reality of the world we're living in. Right. And, and, and you went exactly where, where I wanted you to go because you, because you made some very valid points there. One point that you made that I, I think I want everybody to understand is that me as a black man, and again, I'm not speaking for every single black person that's ever gotten a microphone, every single black person that's out here looking for a gig. Me as a black man, it doesn't really, 
I don't I don't really it didn't really bother me that there was a white woman who ultimately had the role of voicing a black character. Because when I look at voicing characters, you may never see that person anyway. Like, I don't know who who voices Bart Simpson. When I mm-hmm. found out, I think it was a woman, I didn't say, well, dad, that role should have went to a man because I know Bart's voice. And to me, it was funny and it went exactly where I guess the creators wanted it to go. And right. it's dope, right? What we What I have a problem with is the second part of what you said. We're not given the opportunities. You understand what I'm saying? On an even playing field, give me the opportunity. Give me the opportunity to walk in that door and you say, damn, he wasn't qualified. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and it's, it's back to the example I gave you about like when I look at hip-hop as a culture, right? Yeah, I get it. When, you, when you're looking at programming a, a hip-hop station, when you're looking at data, if you're good at reading data, you can read data. Mm-hmm. If you're smart enough to read data, you can read data. And if that's all we're doing to program music, then boom, anybody can program any format. But right. they don't think that way. The powers that be at the top when it comes to looking at a rock station or a top 40 station, they don't look and say a black guy could actually do this because then it becomes something that you ultimately have to understand. Mm-hmm. Well, let me help you out. Black culture, you have to understand it. You have to live it. Just because you may speak to one or two black people, just because you may listen to a couple of little Yachty records and have heard some Nas and pretty much know Jay-Z's history, does not mean that you understand the black culture. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And I think that's where that to me is where the problem becomes. You know what I'm saying? And they, like, you know, like I don't I like I like the whole big conversation that we always have about black lives matter being painted on the street. I could give two less than a damn if you never painted it on the street. Just treat mm-hmm. the black people who walk on that street fair. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like if yeah. there's an opportunity, like I said, I don't, I don't even care if you never knew what color I was or worried about my name. But when I came in for that interview or somebody who looks like me, don't immediately sit at your desk and go, you know what? Because her name is Shaquita, she can't do this job. Right, right. And that's real. That's real. I mean, there's studies that there's been uh, studies that have showed that, you know, even depending on your name with applications that were there was no face attached, you know, it was just straight on paper and names that sounded black were thrown out. They weren't even it wasn't even, a, you know, what I'm saying it wasn't even given a chance. So it's a real thing that's existing. But a lot of people aren't ready to acknowledge it or even believe that it exists, you but know. You- but you know what, though? I think we're almost letting them off too easy, Brittany, because I think that they know. I, I, I think I'm done with the conversation of them saying, I think that they're confused. You know who I think is confused? The 11-year-old kid that's trying to figure it out. I think the mm-hmm. 17-year-old kid is confused. But I don't think a 43-year-old dude is confused. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think a 38, 39-year-old, 40-year-old woman is confused. Mm-hmm. She's doing, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that there aren't things that they, we all can't keep learning. But I think when you're doing stuff like that, that's what you're doing. So here, let's go back to the Twitter seat. Yeah, you gave me the seat, but did you give me any power? Did you give me any, 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 did you give me a real voice on that seat? Or did you just put me in this chair to say, we got a black guy. We got a black woman. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. And, and like, like it's like it's like when we had Tony on the show, and I, we need we probably should bring Tony back because I want you to conversate with Tony even more. I think it's going to be such a dope conversation. Um, the, the diversity and inclusion, you know, seat that they're putting in all of these companies, right? And and like Tony gave us the name performance activism. What is the use of putting this? And and first of all, it doesn't always have to be a black woman. That's the first thing. Let's let's start. <laughs> uh-huh. It doesn't always have to be somebody black. Because diversity inclusion is somebody that understands being fair, first Mm -hmm. of all, first and first and foremost, right? To me, in my opinion. Then 
again, I am very much proud to be black, but are we all of a sudden saying that the Latino people that work with us don't matter? The people of, of Indian nationality don't matter. The Asian people that matter with us, that don't matter. And again, I'm not even saying that the white people that work with us don't matter. Mm-hmm. You understand right. what I'm saying? Again, yeah. again, not this is not to alienate anybody from this conversation. Right. But this is what to me that they're doing. And so when you have the people that are sitting up, like you said, the people that are in these rooms, that's why I think we have to stop letting them off by saying maybe they don't know. Because I think that they do know. It's, it's like the police, right? Like you get training. Why are you that? We just, okay, a perfect example. We just had an incident where was it a mom and sisters and they were taking the kids all to say, and it was all women, we're going to get manicures and pedicures. A girl's day out, we're going to the mall. When they got to wherever they were going, they realized the place was closed. Within this time, somebody had called in a stolen tag or something, right? On the girl's truck, in the defense of the police, she had called that that particular vehicle in stolen maybe a few months before that. But since then, she had gotten it back. So she wasn't sure why it wasn't clear from the system. But also some kind of a way, a tag from a stolen motorcycle supposedly was matching the one on her car. Now, again, I don't have a problem with the traffic stop. I don't at all. Right. Like yeah, you see a, it's it's suspect. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, the ma- ma- whatever yeah. it matches. Here is what I have a problem with. Please tell me why all the women with the youngest girl being six years old are on the ground with guns pointed, drawn, guns drawn and pointed at them. I saw These that. are all women, all women. For, and again, I'm not saying women have never committed any crimes, but you've got the person driving the vehicle. You've taken them off to the side. There are other officers with you. Why is a 16-year-old little girl on the ground with a with a, a police service a, a, a service revolver a gun pulled on her? Why Not is that even that, on a hot ground? The right. sun was out the, on a, on a fiery pavement. It was that to me will never never be excused. This is a six-year-old girl. My, you know, besides the fact that there were all women, that there was women there, you have a child. You couldn't even step out of your uniform to be like, man, you know, if I had my own kid or if, maybe they do have children. Damn, would I want some officer? Would I want someone of authority having my child laying on a fucking hot ground like that? Right. Like you put, you know what I mean? You couldn't even. Step outside of that to be like, you know, why don't we just set them somewhere, sit them somewhere or under, you know, on the pavement over there under the shade. Something right. that was ridiculous It's disgusting. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for it. Why? There's no excuse for it. They all should be fired. They all just because you're you're not human. You're not even showing compassion at all. Right. Care and, for- and- Go ahead. Go ahead. No, finish yeah, your thought. Just, just caring for another human being. Like you don't even need compassion. Just caring that it's not like that's not okay. Right. And 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 again, that that's why I think I'm back. I think you know, my new thing from here on out is we. I I am done with the excuses of you didn't know because after every one of these incidents happens, we get the boss, the chief of police, has now said we're investigating. We apologize. And there's age-appropriate therapy for everyone involved. But my, but now you got a six-year-old child. Not to mention there were other teenagers in that group too. I'm just the very the youngest was six years old. Now she's dealing with that trauma from six years old. 
Now, who right. knows what who knows what she might do at 11 or 12. But I guarantee you, if she does something, God forbid, we won't look back on this incident that it had anything to do with it. We'll look and be like, oh, she's just a bad kid because we'll be ready to throw her in the trash. Because, of course, little black girl, you, we knew this was where she'd probably go. She probably listen to all rap. She just want to get her eyelashes done. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and they don't. Mm-hmm. These are the problems that are keep being created. And then someone someone in a someone goes to a microphone and says. We're going to look into this. The investigation has started now. We've got things to fix. So at what point do we start fixing? That's why I'm asking now, is it something that I need to be doing? Like I, as a black, as a black man, like, and again, we may not know the answer to this in this episode, but from here today, I got to figure that part out because I don't, I just, because I just, it's, 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 it's eating at me inside right now. Like it is because right now you're just like, okay. Because I've always been like this, and maybe it's it's from my upbringing in the hip hop culture. If you won't let us in, then we'll come in and we'll we'll do some things to fix some things. You know, like when you know, like we thought that this rap music thing was a, was something, right? Uh-huh. Oh, it won't last. It won't be shit. Look at us now. You understand what I'm saying? Look yeah. at the look at the culture now being emulated by everybody. So I guess from here on out, I, I guess I'm taking you know the hip hop approach. Like, okay, you won't fix it. You you we uh, help me find the resources, though, and I'll do the legwork because I don't know what else to do. And I'm like I said, and we talked about this. And again, I thought that I was better because I haven't seen as many. And it could be because I don't scroll through the gram as crazy as I was when the pandemic started, you know, because it was really eating at me. Yeah. But now I'm at a place like you don't even care to fix it because all you do is give me a Band-Aid to cover these stitches that are all around my arm now. They're not just in one place no more. They're all over the place. So the Band-Aid don't even help because I'm to the point now, like my arm is still sore because it never healed properly from the break. Right. All the cuts that I have right now, they're still there. And the little bit of stitching that you did, the half stitch, they didn't fix things. So now I got a couple of more things that just happened and you gave me a Band-Aid. And then you and then you stand in front of me and go, Eakin, it's going to be okay. No, the fuck it ain't going to be okay because it ain't getting no better. I hate that you feel that way because there is some truth to it, but I don't know, Egan. I mean, man, it's such a loaded way to to answer that because I don't I I know that there's things happening, but I don't want to make you think that I'm trying to say like, oh, so things are getting better. Everything's fine. I know everything's not fine. I know it's not. I know that, you know, there should be no more wrongful deaths like this happening or shootings or, you know, arrests like with Breonna Taylor, still no justice there. Like there's still a lot of cases out there that aren't going to get justice or haven't gotten justice, you know, but I do believe that things are getting better in some ways, not not with the killings, but I do think that more people are being held accountable. I think that more people are losing their jobs that have shown their, you know, ignorance and inability to do incompetence to do their job. So there are some things and and we just we just got to work on I don't I don't want to say patience, it's not the right word, but believing that it is. It is getting better. Right. I don't I don't I don't know, Brittany. I don't like I said, again, like I love our relationship and I love the fact that you are even when I'm not positive, like you're the positive side of me. And I I appreciate as much as I get on your case about everything. I appreciate and love and respect you for that. I just I just am starting to feel like. We are going to have to fix this. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that I, I think some people are so high up 
that they don't care to fix this. And they think that it's okay to say, well, we created a job. You created a job when 40,000 people are out of work. So one job ain't going to, ain't going to fix nothing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, even when you do these things, or even if they, when they give the money, right, that doesn't bring back that person's loved one. Even if it's 2 million, 3 million, right? And so then you say, okay, every year we got a memorial. Every year when that memorial comes, you're reminded of that loss, that person that you lost. And no right. amount of money, no amount of money can bring that back. You know, and if what's really crazy about the whole money swing of it is it's our money. It's taxpayer money that they pay these lawsuits with. Right? That's you know? so crazy. That is so crazy. And then how much money even goes into the the you know what yes you're right how are we paying for this this is blows my mind how everything's been written into laws and that's the other thing these laws are written so terribly and so in favor of getting people who shouldn't get justice who should get justice by going to jail by getting you know fired by getting getting you know whatever it is the repercussions that they need that they've lightened a lot of those sentencings a lot of like they've just allowed these loopholes to where people can get away with things like right. so i don't i don't know like you know and to even take it a step further right and everybody's probably not going to be happy that i said this right let's look at the presidential race joe biden there's a whole big rumor that joe biden's going to pick a black female and that's not to say that there aren't some very dope, qualified black women that could be vice president. Mm -hmm. That was established many, many years ago that that could happen, right? But is Joe Biden really picking a black woman? Or if he does pick a black woman because she's the most qualified now? Or is he trying to secure the black vote? Well, see, and here's the thing. This is what I'll ask you. Does that matter? Yes, it does. Because Why? what matters, because I want, look, I want the person who's going to help fix what's, what's, what's happening to me right now, what happens to my kid and what happens to his kid and, and nephews and nieces and keep passing it down. I want that person. And not saying that, that, that not saying that I've, uh, I've honestly felt seriously in the last few years that we're voting for the lesser of two evils. Absolutely. That, oh, it's always so, been that. You know, always that, been that, like that's, that's what I feel since. You know, so after a certain time, I felt like we were we're, we're voting for the lesser of two evils. And, and it's, not even, it's not even like I totally know everything about politics. I'm trying to learn more. I read, you know, but then again, could be just me, too. After I watched Scandal, I felt anything that they wanted to give us, they could skew. You know, <laughs> did you ever watch Scandal? It was the no, show I never Olivia, saw Olivia, it. Olivia was, was the government fixer, you know, and she she would be talking to people be like, so do you want your life ruined? Do you want them to know? And I'd be like. This is what they're doing. So because you know that these TV shows are loosely based on probably what's going on in real life. Oh, right. For after, sure. Yeah. So after I saw that, I was kind of like, well, are we ever getting the right story from the White House? You know, are we ever, you know, because I mean, let's look at it like this. Let's look at your favorite president of all time. Donald Trump has done everything in the world that should just get you <laughs> locked up. You shouldn't even you shouldn't even be able to be a high school principal with some of the things that Donald Trump is accused of. But this dude <laughs> right. is the, this dude is the president of the United States. And no matter what they've done, he's just looked at them and been like, I ain't going nowhere. And now I don't know how true this is, Brittany, but there's even a rumor right now saying that he's like, if I lose, I might not even leave. Can you imagine if that dude was like, so what I lost? I still want to live here. Can you imagine <laughs> how crazy that would be? But if that anybody would, would do it, who would do him. it? It's him, a thousand. No, it definitely. 
<laughs> For real, I wouldn't doubt it. But Ikin, don't you think that part of that is like, okay, look, like you said, it's the lesser of two evils. We have to go with that. Who else is running? I don't even freaking know. Like, there's really no one else in the race that we're like, maybe, not even. I haven't heard one other name. So we're going, okay, Biden. If he picks this black woman to be his VP, and you're like, well, Biden's probably not really in it. It's kind of like to get votes. Is the black vote. Okay, maybe there's some of that in there. I wouldn't doubt it. Like, th th these men are trying to win. So right. at the same time, though, I really do believe that, one, Barack has been in his ear. You know, he's got a good relationship with Barack. And if they didn't have a good relationship, they still wouldn't be friends and speak to each other to this day. I really believe that. So no, okay, Biden has learned some, some from Obama, I'm sure, about the culture, about understanding differences, inequalities, all of that, right? And if he brings in a black woman... She's going to be in his ear helping him again with more of that learning, growing like versus I would rather have that the opportunity to grow, to blossom, you know, in that seat and that such in, the, in a huge seat like that than anything else. So whatever Biden's reason is, it doesn't matter. I truly believe that if it's if it's that woman that he goes with, that she is going to be about for the people and yes, for the black people, but for equality, for justice, for fairness. You know what I mean? Like, I do believe that that's going to be a good influence and, and, and an influence can go a long way. Right. And again, I'm not saying, believe me, I am not even remotely saying that a black woman isn't qualified because I, I believe I believe that 10, 15 years ago that a black woman was qualified to be the president, not just the, you know, the vice president. Mm -hmm. I just am tired of people saying, well, we need a black face. We need a black face. Yeah. Pick the person because they deserve it and let them do their actual job. Yes. That's the part that I want to start getting to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, believe me, I know lots of dope women and lot even more dope black women. You understand what I'm saying? That are like they can they can do these jobs that they're in and are doing them to the fullest and are fighting for equal pay. You know, this, that and the third. But again, I don't want somebody just because you say for that picture on the wall or for that picture on the poster. Let's get this face. Because honestly and truly, are you even competent in 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 Biden? That's is that for another show? For <laughs> I'll keep it short. More confident in him than the other, than the latter. Brittany, are you more confident, or you just have you still have a healthy dislike, <laughs> super healthy for dislike for your current president? I have a very very what? Well, I I hate him. I hate him. You, I hate him. Are you still tweeting him? <sighs> no, I'm not tweeting that anymore. I'm just, you know, I peep, I peep, I watch. I see everything. I seen that stupid interview he just did. I don't know. Where, I, yeah, no. I, either we go with someone who breeds hate or we go with someone who, who doesn't breed hate. And let's see what happens. Right. That's, that's, that's a good way to put it. That, that's not a bad way to put it. I just, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we really want to lessen that hate part, if we really want to go in a positive direction, right. we we just can't go that way. So I it, I know it's like who there's no real great candidate, but I believe in Biden way more than Trump. And that's nothing to do with parties. I don't care about none of that stuff. I'm about the person. Right. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Um, I appreciate you. Um. Letting me have your ear this episode. Yes. Um, you know, there's just a lot, Brittany. I I just think that 
I don't know. I just feel like there's something I that, you know, not all by myself, I'm sure. But I just feel like I got to do more. I feel like that I owe it to my kid, the next set of kids that we got to get the world in a better place for them. So, I, you know, we you know, do. Brittany, I may even. You might be hearing this first here. I might even be done with the DJ world to to step into that world of like, we got to fix some things. What? I haven't decided yet, but that's that's how much it's weighing on me that I'm just like, you know, there's 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 the throwing the party side of me. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I use my DJ thing for way more than just throwing a party because I feel like it's giving me the opportunity to be in rooms that I probably, you know, that I may or may not have been in unless I'm DJ Eakin first, you know, and 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 so I've tried to, you know, very much make sure that my voice works in various ways. But I'm going to have to. And you're hearing this first. I've not talked about this with anyone. I don't know exactly what I'm doing. I'm just think that I'm in a place where I've got to find even more of a balance mm-hmm. of how to use whatever the DJ voice is ultimately supposed to be used for to make even more of a difference. So I don't know if I got to start having more meetings with more people that are thinking like me, people who are just like, yes. we, need, we need to get together with our resources and stuff. Yes. I don't know, but I do know that I still feel like there's a space not only in me, but in front of me that I feel like we're just, we're just not doing enough for what's happening now and for what we can make happen in the future. Yeah. And I think you should listen to that voice. It's talking to you for a reason. Like when you hear that, when you feel that in your gut, like you're missing something, there's more and you know, it, and it's going to keep coming to you because it's, uh, it's in you, you know, it's either in you or it isn't. And it's speaking to you right now. So listen, go with it. You know, I don't know that you have to give up DJing. Maybe you got to put it aside. Maybe you got to put it on the back burner. Cause I know that that's a big part of you. And it's a, it's an amazing part of you. It's a talented part. It's a talent of yours. You're fortunate to have, you know? So yes, yes. Listen to that voice. Cause right now you're frustrated, you're angry and you should be, we all are, you know, but I also just listen to it, you know, because I know that that'll help you get through it is figuring it out. And it's like, I know we want this tomorrow, today already, but it's not, it's just not like that, you know? And, and that's how I feel too, in a lot of ways where it's like, I had to take a break from seeing everything because it was, it was overwhelming and it was so depressing and sad and it was makes you angry. It makes you feel like hopeless, you know, almost, Right. but we can't, there's always more we can do. There's always a way to break out of that. There's always, you know, growth that can happen. And I truly believe that. I just know with time, it's only going to get better. Like we're leaving this earth way better than we found it, yo. Like I know that. Right. Can I ask you this before we get out of here? How are, yeah. how are you? Um, Because I've, it's funny because this conversation has been coming up a lot more um, because we've all spent so much time by ourselves, right? And in the beginning, especially some of my DJ friends, and I saw one who uh, shouts out to DJ Koo. I was reading some tweets of his earlier, and he was like, you know, in the beginning, and he's still a big advocate for wearing your mask and social distancing and stuff like that. Yes. But then he also said he started to realize something that I talked to you about and I've talked about on the pod is that all this alone time is really starting to get to me. It started to get to me. Like I had to get out more. Like I'm starting to, I'm having to find my way to some sort of human interaction, whether it's like, bike riding bike riding with friends or um you know like somewhere maybe even getting your hair cut 
right? At the barber. Like. Girl, you know how I feel about a haircut. You know how I feel about a haircut. <laughs> Wait, hold hold on a second. I just got tingly inside. Shouts out to my barber male. Shouts out to <laughs> oh, my barber my male. Gosh. Shouts out to all pro cuts in Clearwater. Hold on, hold hold on a second. It's right here. Hold on, hold on. I'll Ooh. let you have it. That is the haircut tingle right there. Oh. <laughs> There is, there, there is. Let me tell you something right now. To a black man, haircut is in the top three, because you know I would say top five, because his mama's up. His mama always up. There. <laughs> mama's always up there. And then you jump some things around. It might be a pair of Jordans every now and again. So you know, but haircut is in the top five. You know, haircut yeah. is. So yes, I am appreciative of that. And what's and what's crazy is those guys in there I'm really really close with Mel, Dave, Kimbo, Kenny that owns the shop. Like and so that is a, a bit of interaction. And I see them you know once a week now or whatever. But but what are you doing? Because I you know I we talk a lot and I text you all week and bug you or whatever. But what are you doing to kind of keep that? Because I know you get to interact you know daily because you guys do the show. Mm-hmm. But and, and then you have you have your sister and your nephew. You guys live together, right? Oh my God! Yes, don't. That's not a good interaction. Uh-huh. Well, the, the, the nephew balances it out, right? Yes, he is. So his smile literally can just make me forget how much I hate my sister. But but, but that's mutual because we know you. Wait, we're not gonna let you just skip past the fact that your sister doesn't <laughs> like you either. Like we're not gonna let that go either. So she loves me. That's a, that's a, that's, if you've ever if you ever get a glimpse inside of that house on Snapchat or any of these social media apps. <laughs> That is a mutual dislike from two sisters. You will see my sister's crazy. And thankfully, that baby is there to hold them to some sort of family. <laughs> that yeah. baby, will, that baby will be the the peaceful union in that house. But no, um, how are you? How are you? Um, you know, how are you getting your your interaction in? How are, how are you doing that? Oh, okay. Well, I will say because literally I've been a hermit too. Like I go to work, I go home, I go to work because I'm afraid of this Rona. So, but, but I will say I've been taking action as far as like at home. I just like rearranged everything. I just got my new little vision board on the wall. I'm about to write in all of that. You know, I'm doing little, I just got roller skates. So I don't know that I'm interacting with a lot of people because I and the girl time, you know, I hit up the girls on the group chat sometimes once in a blue moon, we'll all get on there, you know, but then there's, you know, so it's like that, but it's safely. So I'm not really getting interaction with humans other than the occasional dinners. I got to treat myself here and there, you know, but really, yeah, the roller skates, I think are going to be a good move for me, you know, Mm. please can I. (laughs) Please, can I get some video of that when that first goes down? Can I get some video? Can yes! I, can, I get some, can I get some video of that? Mm. Well, Our- again, I, I appreciate you. I love you. And um, for everybody who rocks with us here at the DJ Eakin Podcast, I, I appreciate them as well because some people hit me up on Twitter and stuff like that and be like, Eakin, are you okay? And I think I'm okay. Like I said, I just I just think that, you know, I've, I've just come to this conclusion and it's just – and again, this you are the first. So consider yourself like you've you heard it first. And I've I've never even spoken about totally giving up the DJ thing. And I I don't know if that's where I'm at exactly. I just have to find the rest but, of this the rest of this space to figure how to fix what what's ailing me. And you know? that's the part about the beautiful part about this quarantine is that as much as we have all this time to ourselves, we have time to kind of think things out and like switch the shift things. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a great time for that. So I'm glad you're you're listening to another voice inside your head because that's part of life and growing. You know, we getting into different things, uh, different uh, positions in your life. You know, they just offer you more perspective, more growth. More, it's all a good thing. All a good thing. 
Okay. I appreciate that. We'll leave it there, man. It's the DJ Aiken podcast. Um, Brittany, as always, where can they find you at? You got a different Twitter name this week or something? Or is no. It all the same? Okay. So my Twitter is basic bridge because I, I don't think I could, I could change it or something. I don't know. I, but, honestly, I honestly, seriously, if you ever want my opinion, which you never seem to ask for, but many a times, I love that name for you. And I think that what's going to happen is this is just me. You're going to outgrow brunch with Brittany. Cause you, cause, really? cause because you're greedy. You're gonna be having dinners with Brittany. If some if you got the right guy, he's so gonna have greedy. to take you to breakfast. Yes, you Brittany, I've been to brunch with you. You are right. You are right. Well, we went to brunch and it was like, well, let me try that though. I mean, I mean, I didn't want to order that, but just let me try it. <laughs> so I, I mean, so you know, and I don't mean greedy in a bad thing, because that's what you do at brunch. We all be able to like, I didn't even get that. Girl, let me boy, let me try that. You know, so I <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was right with you at our last brunch. You know, we, we were at brunch and 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 it's like where was that at? Because you know, you know, nobody knows where stuff is at all the time. Yes. You find the main, like you find bacon and scrambled eggs. Be like, but where, where did they have that 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 cake at? That sweet cake over there. Where is that at? Hey, what is this French avocado toast? <laughs> I just have to make sure you have like a spare fork because I don't want this fork you already had in your mouth. You gotta get a different fork. Try this. I'm on my plate. Just get a different fork. But anyway, <laughs> that's, and I'm, again, I, it works. Brunch with Brittany works. I'm not. There's nothing. I just think that for the rest of your life though, you will be basic bridge. <laughs> I just, that's, 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 you know what this is a part of exploring and figuring out too i know i love brunch it's brunch with bernie on ig brunch with bernie on tiktok until you know trump tries to take that away from us but until then catch me on there a brunch oh, with Brittany. oh and while i got you before we uh, and i keep saying this before but you brought up another thought what do you think of the new instagram reels Bruh, they are so petty. They steal everything. First they stole from Snapchat. Now they're stealing from TikTok. I think it's a bootleg version of TikTok. It's eventually going to be better. But I think right now it's like, I, I love my TikTok, man. I'm just, I just hate, I feel bad for TikTok. I feel bad. So, so are you going to start putting things on Reels as well? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm on Reels. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to use it. But I just don't think it's as good as TikTok. Brittany, where do you find the time? Dude, that's the thing. I don't. I don't. But I'm going to. That whole Beyonce choreography, I had to put it on hold. Don't think I forgot. I did hurt my feet. And so I couldn't dance. Mm-mm, and mm-mm, yes, Egan, I need an extra week. Mm-mm, One more well, week. Well, what you need first, though, is for me to agree on the extra week. So send me a picture, <laughs> send me a picture of your foot injury. And then I will decide if it's a real injury or whether you're just trying to. Okay. Back. And for those of you who may have missed the last episode, Brittany and I are in the middle of a two week bet, which I will give you. I will agree right now to giving you three extra days because we haven't even agreed on what the choreography would be. So true. as a matter of fact, I'm such a good sport. You can have four extra days. Wow. If you okay. want to complete seven, though, I need a picture or video of the injury so that I can have time to review. <laughs> Okay, got it. And shout out to Tom, who who always talks to me about the pod on Monday nights when we bowl because he listens every week. So shout out to him. He said that we could probably do the winter dinner over at Caddy's on the Beach. So in St. Pete. So not only could we have like a great surroundings, we could have like good food and you could pay. What? Why, do, why am I paying? Hold up. Brittany, you already trying to get yourself out of it with this foot injury. Foot. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I'm winning this, but my foot was injured, and Brit- I'm going to be back on it, just okay, like Brit- Beyonce. Okay, Brittany, in 10 words or less, what happened to your foot? 
I hit my foot while cleaning my room, rearranging it on this little chess piece. First of all, the only thing people hit their foot on in the bedroom is when they got that corner of the bed frame. <laughs> no. That, it's not checking out, Brittany. No, that, for I'm real, sorry. it's a little chess piece. I'm sorry, Brittany, I'm sorry. That story is not checking out. Unless you have video of the actual incident, <laughs> okay. you, will, you will stick to these four extra days that I have given you, and that will be that. Okay, and we will get your court, get get the actual video that you have to, you know, go by. I'm sorry, I can't grant you seven days. Commissioner Egan cannot grant you seven days because I commissioner. I can't commissioner. Don't hate me because I come up with these cool titles. I want to be a commissioner, commissioner well, no, Brittany. Just, no, just can't be a commissioner <laughs> after someone else is a commissioner. It's, I want to be one. <laughs> oh, you want to be a commissioner too? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I am DJ Eakin. Find me across all platforms at DJ Eakin, and um, don't forget to uh, uh, check us out on YouTube too at DJ Eakin TV, and across um wherever you get your podcast fix from, we are there. And Brittany always says too, I forget to tell you to like and subscribe and download in Do all it. the. Right, yeah, do it. And uh, shouts out to Radio Influence as well for always um, keeping us popping, even though Brittany showed up late today. Oh my God! Thank you, Radio Influence, for never bringing it up like Egan does. Oh, oh. well, you know, I'm petty. <laughs> <laughs> we gone, man. Goodbye. This is a forking around town with Tracy Guida quick fix on Radio Influence. So Dead Bobs, I've had a lot of people asking me about Dead Bobs. I want to talk a little bit because you've ha- actually had more stuff on their menu than I have. Uh, I've Yeah, I, I had a burger to go one time that was excellent. Um, then we showed up the one time and had the deep fried pork uh, pot roast. Pot roast, Which yeah. was, I don't know, top, probably top five best uh, appetizers I've had in the Bay Area for yeah. sure. I mean, very, very impressive. Absolutely. I know. It's funny. Uh, ever since you and I both posted that picture, I've had a lot of people tell me they went there just for that dish. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I had the Dead Bob's manager call the station to talk to our, our producer and wanted my number. I'm just going gonna, gonna to get in touch with him. But he said numerous people came because I brought it up on air and numerous people came to check it out. And uh, listen, I'm not going to gas something up unless I think it's good. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty darn good. Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. I want to go back and try some more things. And they seem to be doing very well. Whenever I drive by, there's a ton of people there. So, and yeah, this is the South Tampa location. There's also one in St. Pete, which I do want to check the original one out. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.